everybody. What's up, partners? Yeah, that's what we do. Uh, welcome back. Yep, welcome back to another episode of the number one podcast about the band Def Leppard. Till Def do us party. Shar, are you ever going to join in on those parties? Woo! Shar put her phone down in order to do that. So, hey, here we go talking about ourselves. Why don't we do some introductions? I am the leopard tamer, Stuart Wellington. And I'm Dr. Diff himself. Charlotte. Alexander Smith. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oops. Dead. Well, yeah, we're fucking real good at this shit tonight. Okay. And uh, Charlene? No, he didn't finish. Uh, yeah, do you got some more bit? <laughs> okay, I'm going to keep going. No, I, I, I really don't. I, cool. I said my name. I was just so nervous that I wasn't going to know when to say my name. I'm Charlene. You say, uh, Char, listen, you say your name whenever you want to. That's the rule in these parts. In these parts. Uh, Char, do you want to turn the volume off on your phone so it doesn't make... Fine. <laughs> I don't figure out how to do that now. Okay. Uh, man, it's just, yeah, the crazy technology, you know? It's crazy. It's crazy these days. Why don't you just... Everything's making noises stick- all the time. Sticking on a block of granite. I mean, maybe, it's though. after ten o'clock. Whoever heard of such a thing? Texting after ten o'clock. Yeah, who's texting? Yeah, after you get 10 a, o'clock? you get it's a. So you still get a mess, like a little dangle every time somebody texts you. Because I've had that, I've had that off for forever. Because yeah, I, but I, you're a man and you have pockets, so you can oh, put your phone on vibrate. Okay. Oh, we're not allowed to have pockets yet. One day, one day. Yeah, we'll get pockets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have you ever heard of the concept called the tyranny of pockets, Alex? I think we've talked about it on the show. <laughs> okay, uh, I mean it's been it's been a while, so it's you know it's it's hard to remember what's what topics we have. Uh, what is it breached or broached <laughs> on the show? Uh, Which is when a baby comes out all weird. Uh, that's a breach. Okay. No, that's a broach. Uh, so wait, what is that's it when your when baby's you, like a little thing metallic you, thing that yeah, you pin to your chest? Yeah, what's the thing you pin? Um. Okay, well, uh, as I mentioned in the introduction, this is a Def Leppard podcast. We talk about the band from England. They're called Def Leppard. Um, And we do an exhaustive look at each of the songs on each of their albums. They're from England? They're from England, which is in Great Britain. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And... uh, yeah, it's exhaust. It's so exhaustive that we take quite a bit of time in between uh, each individual episode. That's important. Mm-hmm. We've always been doing that, but at this time, this time around, we've. Uh, I think we've been staying true to the spirit of the album we're on, their fifth studio album, Adrenalize, uh-huh. and we've uh, and we've given each of these songs the right. I think the right amount of space for themselves. That's uh-huh. I think the way that. The way this album is meant to be listened to is you're supposed to listen to the first eight tracks and mm-hmm. give them each like a month and a half on their own. Yep. And then you're supposed to wait four months before you listen to I Want to Touch You, uh-huh. so which is the song we're talking about tonight. It was four months? Oh, because Char- Charlene had her, uh, Charlene had surgery. I yeah. Did. That got in the way of, uh, that got in the way of uh, podcasting, huh? It did every time. Well, like, plus we needed we needed that time to listen to this song eight hours a day. I don't want to. I don't. 
I don't want to step on Char talking about her surgery. I know that's important, too. <laughs> but we had to devote the right amount of time to listening to I Want to Touch You. That's why the, the band wants you to spend that amount of time with these songs. So yeah. if you're not doing that, you need to, I don't know, make a little time. Scoot some books out of your uh, off your shelf. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't read them. Don't go to work. Listen uh-huh. to these songs. Yeah, take a take a good hard look at your life. That's why. That's actually why it took Def Leppard so long to record uh, Adrenalize. A lot of people don't know this, but uh, they that's they wanted to play it back in those in, on those terms. They wanted to listen to each song for a, about a month and a half. Yeah, before they wanted they moved to spend about a year song. and a half working on an album, right? Yeah, I mean, actually, I that's not that's not that crazy. No, a year and a half is like a is is very normal. Uh, five years at the time was a little long, mm-hmm. but that's with that's with each playback taking uh, a, a year and six months or well, a yeah. year and a half. Uh, so yeah, we were supposed to uh, we were supposed to record uh, a few months ago, but it happened to fall on a day when Charlene was getting her uh, breasts removed. Only partially removed. Uh huh. Uh. Just well, there's to, a big, big win there. Just want, just want to clarify that that was not a bit at all. Um, yes, and everything's fine. It was a breast reduction, not um, anything worse. Yeah. So, wait. So, are you cl- are you now waiting for this time on this show to clarify that that was not a bit? Has everybody been, <laughs> has everybody thought until now? Yeah. Which. <laughs> Uh, uh, this this thing that you do that a small percentage of your audience listens to is where you're going to announce that this is not a bit that yeah I guess I don't know like I feel like when you have bits in between I don't know like I have bits now boom <laughs> oh wow <laughs> wow Charlene just just sank just a up. sank a jump shot on the little <laughs> basketball hoop in here. Uh, <laughs> Oh wow! Now she's parading around, putting her arms wide. Oh, she's do- she's doing that. Is this your king thing from Black Panther? Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, it's pretty contemporary. Uh, cool. Okay, yeah. Now she's sitting back down, and we're podcasting again. So um, the uh, yeah. So we're uh, it's. Been I'm a noticing a lot more energy, a lot more mobility. That's good. That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely helped her basketball game. Um, <laughs> And uh, so, now that you've had a couple of months since it happened, uh, how are you going to rate it on a scale of uh, 1 to 10? Rate my surgery? Yeah. yeah. Um, 10 being you would do it again in a heartbeat. <laughs> if somebody was to say, I would pay for you to get them reduced again, would you Re- be like... Stuart, can, you- we, can we stop him? <laughs> Let's make that... we gotta, we got to theme this up. we gotta def- let, we got to lep this up. Okay. So it's... Uh, so it's either, um, well, there's, you said in a heartbeat, so it's either miss you in a heartbeat, like mm-hmm. do you miss your boobs in a heartbeat, okay, or, uh, or bring on the, yep. I, need some, I need some help here. I don't have, <laughs> an, I don't have another one. Yeah, you started walking uh, down that road and you didn't God, really have I, a map. It, yeah, I was going to say bring on the heartbreak. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, there we go, there we go. Uh, so... The, the bring it on, like bring on the sure, taking okay. the taking the boobs away, bring on the heartbreak, or miss you in a heartbeat. Uh, that would be the 
the positive one is uh, you do it again is bringing on the heartbreak, and the negative one is miss you in a heartbeat. I'm glad I got there so easily. So it's a multiple choice? Is Yeah. Okay. So I just... Are you asking would I like do it again like it's a roller coaster mm-hmm. or or like would I get them smaller or if they grew back would I <laughs> would I get them Yeah like I guess if somebody bonks you on the head and uh the impact uh from the hammer grow yeah. back <laughs> <laughs> Yeah well, like Stuart Stuart am I right in uh the it sounded to me like you were asking about the whole the whole experience from like beginning to end so like like if uh like the entirety of her life <laughs> yeah yeah would, would you be born again if you uh, knew that you were going to have to have smaller boobs it feels exhausting <laughs> so tired would you, or would you just opt out would you just look at that um, life and go you like, know what nah. nah. <laughs> uh well charlene probably needs some more of that coffee she's drinking okay um is when you do a slurp sound effect, just add that in post. Um, so, uh, yeah, it seems like you're really enjoying it, and uh, you're ready to get back on the horse. Yeah, yeah. It's whatever the is horse is. Is that why you got them reduced, so you could ride so a I horse? I could ride a horse. Now I can ride a horse, finally. That's mm-hmm. what I've always wanted. Uh, before, was it like a balance thing, or just horses were uncomfortable around you? <laughs> uh, horses you kept, were You kept falling forward on the horse. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hey, you know, it's science. So, uh, Def Leppard, we are in the middle of the B-side of Adrenalize. Yeah! Adrenalize! Um, yep. Uh, and we just uh, listened, I think last time we did, uh, have you ever needed someone so bad? The answer is yeah. yeah. Uh, and so we're moving on to I Want to Touch You. Do you have any uh, anything you want to go over before we get right into this, Alex? I actually do have a what I what I'm going to call a summarize uh-huh. because that sounds very that sounds very Def Leppard, right? Sure. Summarize yeah. instead of a summary. Mm-hmm. And this is this is going to recap some stuff we've talked about on uh, on prior episodes, but you know it's been a, it's it's been a little while, so. Uh, let's strap in. Let's get get back on the on the horse that uh, Shar can now <laughs> safely ride because um, she's properly balanced. And uh, and let's talk about Adrenalize. Adrenalize is a reboot. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the early '90s, Def Leppard had conquered the world. They had composed and crafted the uh, pinnacle of Western art with their album Hysteria, an album in which the very Earth itself was created and destroyed from Eden to Armageddon. They had proven finally that a group of men from England could make good music. Uh, They had contributed to the downfall of the Soviet Empire. They had sold more records than anybody ever. And unfortunately, they had suffered a number of personal tragedies, including the death of guitarist Steve Steeman Clark and the loss of Rick Allen's arm under suspicious circumstances. So they went back to square one, and they adrenalized themselves with a blast of youthful spirit and energy, and they spent five leisurely years recording a 45-minute album. It's more direct than Hysteria, and the themes are simple, sort of of slice-of-life stuff, um, 
But as we've discovered over the course of the previous eight songs, mm-hmm. uh, Adrenalize is more than it seems. By pretending to be youths themselves, Def Leppard are teaching the next generation a thing or two about living their best life. That's right. Adrenalize is a self-help album. They're giving back by giving us all tips on how to rock without dropping. Track one, Let's Get Rock. Remember that? Let's Get Rocked. Remember? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, Joe Elliott wants to find a nice woman who will rock him and get him out of his dad's house. It's an important yep. step in a young man's life. Uh, Heaven Is is about unrequited love, something we all have to get used to, as unknowable as the afterlife or an unanswered phone call. Uh, Make Love Like a Man is a call to... Um, to call to sexually, action, right? Yeah. It's a call, yeah, it's a call to action to um, to sexually crazed young men to treat their lady like they would their best bro. Uh, tonight, <laughs> as we remember, is a song about pizza. Pizza is mm-hmm. an important part, in, <laughs> uh, broader, uh, in, uh, in, you know, in a, in a broader sense about nourishment. Uh, White Lightning is, of course, a song about uh, giving someone a blowjob with roller skates on your knees so that you can move back and forth easily. That's uh, Everybody knows that one. Stand Up, Kick Love into Motion is a parable about how love is like a motorcycle that you drive off a cliff. Mm-hmm. Important message. Personal Property uh, is a tribute to the women of the world for pulling miserable men up the evolutionary ladder. And, of course, Have You Ever Needed Someone So Bad, the last one we talked about, uh, is a song about edging, both figuratively in your life, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, avoiding immediate gratification, and literally, of course, with your wiener as well. Yeah. So, that brings us to track nine. Am I right? It's nine. Track nine. Uh, Yes, track nine. I Want to Touch You, which is... uh, Again, a very direct thing, a call to action, and it's uh, spelled in that, uh, spelled in the Prince sort of uh, dialect or whatever, where U is just a capital U. Mm-hmm. Is that, uh, um, Alex, you're a big gamer, right? Is that, uh, is that yeah. technically leet speak? The parlance of uh, chat rooms and uh, competitive video games? But, sorry, I just noticed that my wife uh, sh- uh, shoved a note under the door that says "fuck you" with three exclamation points. <laughs> wow! I mean, <laughs> I would call mar- that I would call that critique harsh but fair. <laughs> our, our marriage is going uh, <laughs> really well. <laughs> Uh, yeah oh man uh let's start the song (laughs) okay let's start i want to touch you here we go
right, then we're into um, what sounds like it's going to be uh, perhaps a pre-chorus or a bridge of sure, some kind. Yeah, yeah. Um, right, we're right into it. Right, this yeah, is right uh, away we got some soaring vocals. We don't we don't have a long intro or anything. We just like it's just sort of um, we just have a, a, a sort of a, a, a reflection of the chorus, some mm-hmm. some vocals at the beginning. A reflection of what will ultimately be the chorus, we assume, because uh, it's the title of the song, and then, uh, and then it, it, like ten seconds in, we're already in verse one. Does yep. that? Who wants? Uh, uh, Stuart, you want to read first one? Sure. I want to touch you till we're stuck like glue. Uh, I want to touch you. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to point out that uh, till is spelled T I L L. In my uh, lyric sheet, I think that's important. Um, yeah. The, uh, and that's, then, that's canon. That's yep. officially canon at this point. I get high on you. I'm on Ooh. fire over you, and I can't let you go. I can't let you go. Is you short for something like Eunice? Mm, universe or uterus? Uterus. <laughs> I thought it was a woman's name. Oh, yeah. okay. Wait, is Eunice spelled just with a U, or I thought it was E U? Oh, maybe it is. Isn't U? Yeah, E U N Y C E, right? Yeah, but um, everyone calls her U for short. Oh, oh wait, that's oh, possible. Oh, oh. Whoop whoop. Okay. <laughs> check the whoop, whoop, check whoop. the playbook. <laughs> <laughs> Every Eunice that I grew up with. That's what we. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. I was giving her a British whoop whoop for the for like a British juggalo when she I knew she nailed it, mm-hmm. so I went whoop whoop. Uh, all right, so we don't know yet. the The song has not clued us in as okay. to whether you is uh, a specific name or uh, or the universe or a uterus. It's Knowing, knowing Joe Elliott, it's probably somewhere between uterus and universe and a specific person because I mean, that's how everything? that's how he thinks. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. I mean that's just that's just uh, the level on which he operates, where it's both everything and the smallest thing and a person at the same time. So, uh, it just let's just float right past me calling the uterus the smallest thing. All right, <laughs> uh, second part of verse one, Stuart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... I got love on the rise. Okay. <laughs> All right. And I burn like your fire. Got my eye on the prize. Got love in my sights. And I can't let you go. I can't let you go. Yeah. All right. So that's all of uh, all of verse. I mean, we we might we could call that verse one and two basically because yeah, they, they're sort of, of they're the they're um they're a full each of them is sort of the same full verse thing. Uh huh. Uh, so got love on the rise. We all, we've all been there, folks. Um, <laughs> yep. pants getting a little tighter. Of course, uh, uh, I burn like a fire. Uh huh. There's nothing more, uh, appropriate than that. That's a, uh, that's dead on. That's exactly how you burn. It's like a fire. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got my eye on the prize. Got mm-hmm. love in my sights. Pretty, uh, all pretty, pretty clear. So far. So far, the only and I can't let you go. I can't let you go. So far, the only mystery in this song, as Char has pointed out, is that the that they're putting that "you" in there all the time. Which, again, we should clarify for the listeners, is a just a capital "U" every time it's in the lyric sheet. It's the it's between the uterus and the universe. Mm-hmm. Just like 
everything. <laughs> Just like everything. <laughs> Check out uh, my song, Everything, in parentheses, The Universe, the song I did with Jim James for My Morning Jacket. Uh, that's over on Apple Music. Go uh, go find that one. I'm just going to plug Wait, my, so my own music in there. Now? Yeah, we're doing plugs now? Uh, well, you said, well uh, you said everything the universe. You basically said the title well, of the song. And uh, I'm trying to get... I get, I get paid for those streams. So just go over there, <laughs> yeah, do yeah. it. Just look up... I'll, shut this off and mm-hmm. go put that on. Look up everything the universe by Jim James on... You can, on, you can listen on, uh, to both at the same time. Apple Music. Do picture in picture for podcasts? I mean, the thing he's talking about isn't a podcast. It's okay. like a it's a song. Yeah. So you just get your. But second. it's a pretty it's kind it's a kind of ambient song. So you could actually listen to something so else you with get it. Your other computer. Mm-hmm. Yep. You face get, them to each other. Yep. You point them at each other. <laughs> yep. Go on. And then you play them both. Mm-hmm. You click play on both simultaneously. Yeah. Oh, and then it's the Wizard of Oz. And then it's the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> and then it's exactly like watching the movie The Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. So what were you saying, Alex? <laughs> uh, well, I was pl- I was plugging my song, but okay. the but the um, uh, let's see, where were we? We were about to go into the pre-chorus uh-huh. of this tune. So let's um, let's just get right into that. I mean, I, unless somebody has anything else to say about verses one and two of "I Want to Touch You," they're pretty. They're, it's pretty lean, right? Yep. Not a lot of not a lot of tasty meat on this bone, but the bone's good, so I'm not yeah. going to complain. It's a delicious bone. Yeah. Here we go. So uh, I, I mean, it was it was we were so we were moving along so fast there. Yeah, I want to. I, I just decided real to quick and say for the for listeners at home or on your commuter or wherever you're listening to this. Uh, I the, hope they're at home. The the faces unsafe to listen to podcasts on your commute. The face that Alex makes when he's listening listening to a Def Leppard song has the same level level of confusion that. He makes when his computer isn't acting correct. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on on his face. The face we've seen pretty often. Yeah, we've seen the, usually about once. A, usually about once a recording, there's a technical issue or a Def Leppard issue. Yeah. Okay. Well, so there's continue. always going to be Def Leppard issues because those are those are coming at me uh, all you know real hard, uh-huh. hard and fast throughout every song. I'm confused as to why you. Well, I guess that's that explains it. Uh, everything is confusing to me. Apparently, it's not. It's not um, confusing. It's more. It look. It sounds like every time your face looks like you're surprised every time something happens in the song. Well, yeah, because I am. Because yeah. it's just. I mean, what a trip! What yep. a privilege! What a voyage! It is. Uh, 
Yeah, you're, um, you're walking. You're walking through a forest, and each way you turn, there's a beautiful <clears throat> glade or a prancing animal that you are excited to see. And as we've discussed on the show, uh, I'm, I'm frequently quite shocked to find out I've been very wrong about what uh, what I thought some of these lyrics were mm-hmm. uh, throughout throughout my whole life. Uh, you know, just as I as a young uh, Def Leppard uh, scholar and scribe, I would I would I would I would you know write these out write these lyrics out on parchment and I would get them wrong a lot of the time. Uh, and so now to, now that we have access to the artists themselves and they have their lyrics up on their, uh, on their internet webpage, I can see what they actually are. And it's sometimes, sometimes it is kind of a shock to see what they actually, uh, what they actually were saying. And not to pull the curtain back too much, but, uh, what's your, what's your go-to for the, uh, the official canonical lyrics? What, what website do you use? Oh, uh, it's it's called um, DefLeopard.com. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, and there's, you just uh, there's, go to the, go yeah, to the and Def is. Uh, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Uh, just so we're clear, Def is spelled D-E-F, and then uh, Leopard is spelled kind of weird. Uh, they do it L-E-P-P-A-R-D. Okay. And then dot. That's not the com. name of an animal, though. That's a uh, because a leopard is with a E-O. Yeah, 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 yeah. But see, they're they're English for okay. one, yeah, so they, okay. they they don't want they don't want people going around going Leo Leopod mm-hmm. or uh, or or you know the way they say uh, Jaguar or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they don't so want they, they don't want they don't want those kinds of confusions. I forgot what a leopard was for a second. I'm picturing a giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it's so weird. What's see, that's another re- that's another reason to spell things phonetically. You know, so you just weird. you you give the you you give the 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 word itself its own its own existence. Because when I see leopard, all I think of is uh, def. When I see leopard, L E P P A R D, uh-huh. all I think of is defleopard.com, where I go to get the lyrics for Def Leopard songs. Okay, so. Yeah, is there a uh, yeah? So is there a separate tab for this, or is it just scrawled all over the the front of the homepage? You got to go to music. Uh-huh. You click on music. Okay. So okay. So we open up our uh, our Safari browser. Sure. Yeah. We go into bookmarks. Okay. Uh, and we click on the bookmark for um, the def. It should say Def Leopard text. Okay. Um, in there. And then it'll take you to DefLeopard.com. Uh-huh. And then you will click on, uh, I think at the moment there is a, there's like a bounce page that has, that plays a little music for you and it shows Viv and Phil rocking. Okay. And I think it says, um, I think it says something about how you can now, and by the way, congratulations, everybody. Congratulations to us. Congratulations to, uh, everyone listening. You can now listen to Def Leppard on streaming sites, on, on your Spotify, on your Amazon, on your, uh-huh. uh, what, Pandora, all that stuff. On your YouTube.com. Yeah. You can listen to Def Leppard any of these places. And so they have a little message about that that's congratulating you on that. And then you, and then so you'll click, there's a little red band, red band at the top that says, uh, um, you know, go through to the site or or whatever. Mm-hmm. Visit defleopard.com. Yeah, do you have to? And you click on I want to visit. You you shout at your computer. I want to go to defleopard.com, and yeah. then you click on that, 
And do then you to, uh, do you have to fill out uh, one of those captchas where you got to pick out the all the images that have cars in them or anything to prove that you're not a robot? Or <laughs> yes, yes, you do have to go through a captcha uh, to prove that you're not a, a, a robot to visit the site because uh-huh. they've had a lot of Def Leppard's had a lot of problems with robots in the past, as we yeah, as we know and as we've discussed. Uh, so once you get once you get through, I think your third or fourth, you have to say like what your pet's name was as a as a kid or something like that, mm-hmm. um, y- you know. And then uh, you have to enter your initial address as a young as a young child. Mm-hmm. And then once you get through to the DefLeopard.com website, it, it will have a little another a little a little tab that says music. You click on that. Mm-hmm. And then it, it will show you all their albums. It will show you thumbnails of all the albums. And they've got a ton of them. Man, you wouldn't believe it. Uh, so you'll go down to Adrenalize, album cover. And as you, as you float your little cursor over it, it's going uh, to have a few tabs that pop up. Not tabs. I'm not saying the right thing. Uh, buttons. Whatever, okay. they're, whatever they're called. Widgets. Whatever they are. <laughs> Uh, you'll sure. you'll float float over the uh, over the album cover of Adrenalize, and it's gonna say, um, "Ooh, what's it say then?" This part I'm this part I've forgotten, but let's go to DefLeopard.com and see. <laughs> let's just do it. All right. Okay, so we are in, folks. We are in. I think it has. Uh, I think it's uh, memorized a cookie for me or something. Because I didn't have to do any of the captchas or anything. How do you uh, uh, how do you memorize a cookie? Do you just oh, remember what it tastes like? Whoa! It's like giving me all this. Oh, okay. So up on the top left hand side, there is a uh, there is a t- a tab, and you'll and it says music, and you click on that, and it gives you the album covers, like I said before, and then you'll float over it. Ah, and then it says. So it gives you a little button, a little widget you can push. <laughs> yeah, it's a, uh, uh, it's like it's it's cool looking. It's italicized. Oh, it's that, red, that and when you float cool. over it, when you float over it, it turns yellow. It's oh. really cool. It's like oh, it's wow, on okay. fire. So yeah. if you just float your little um, that you know you have your cursor that turns into a hand, if you just float that over it, it'll it'll make it look like it's flickering like fire. And then you click on it. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Finally now we've clicked point. on it. Oh, bam! Boom! We are on a page dedicated to the album Adrenalize. Okay. <laughs> on DefLeopard.com. Oh, that's uh, great. And if you want to just jump straight to it, uh-huh. uh, you could you could also type in www.defleopard.com. Again, that's D-E-F-L-E-P-P-A-R-D.com. <laughs> yeah. Uh, backslash album backslash 464. That'll take you straight to Adrenalize, ladies and gentlemen. Now, uh, we go down to the, about to the middle of the page, and we find I Want to Touch You, track nine. Okay. And, we, and over on the, on the right-hand side in red, helpfully illuminated yep. in red, it's is cool lyrics. Color, yeah. You click on that, and you get a very cool page uh, where it's all black, but the writing is in white. Um, that sounds and, pretty cool, uh, right? Yeah, and then it, and it shows you the it shows you every word they sing in the song. Except, uh, I will say we have disputed a couple of the lyrics in here, but I think they had reasons. They had either reasons or they had um, or there were like political decisions they had to make to change a couple of things. Yeah. What was the song we did recently where they um, 
where they obviously had to... Oh, it was Stand Up, Kick Love into Motion, wasn't it? They Maybe. had like a wrong... Uh, well, we in the past we talked about the uh, the white snake uh, like a hobo. I was born yeah. to walk alone, but apparently that was the original version. What? Yeah, yeah. somebody corrected oh, that's us right. on somebody, the yeah, social media sent- flats, and uh, that sounds insane because it's so stupid. They had to change it to drifter because hobos were offended. I would imagine, right? I mean, um, the, the hobo lobby, while not wealthy... <laughs> they're pretty strong. Yeah. They're, they're not wealthy, but they do show up anywhere you are. And yeah. the drifter lobby is like nothing. Yeah, yeah, they they just wander around. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, I think it ended... I, I looked it up at the time. I can't remember, but, it, but I think they did end up recording that song like three times total. I mean... I feel like once you once you uh, you really nail it with a song, you should record a couple different versions, just changing it. I mean, I do that all the time. Yeah, uh, you know, I I I like to record songs. It's easier than writing new songs. I'll say that it's much much easier than writing new songs. It, it is cheaper because a new song costs more money, and it's better for the environment. That's true. You're not That's- wasting all the papyrus that you write your songs on. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can because you can you can just recycle that papyrus and you know get your harp out and sing the same lyrics over again. Yeah, you take that scroll and you scrub it off or scrape well, it or whatever they use. Why do you wait? Why would you? Oh, just scrub the word hobo off of it. I guess. Yeah, right? and then you replace it with drifter or whatever you're doing. Um. So, all right, let's get back into the song. Yeah, yeah. Now that we have the, uh, now that we have that stuff figured out. Well, this is. I, I think that was very helpful. It's about time we actually told our listeners where they can find the canonical, uh, only sometimes disputed lyrics to these songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So, did we? What did we? What did we last do? Did we? We listened to the pre-chorus and chorus. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we did. Okay. Uh, Shar, you want to read those those words? Stuart, will you point to where those words are? Give me no reasons. Give me no rhymes. Give me that feeling all of the time. That actually doesn't rhyme. Time and rhymes don't really rhyme with each other, right? Uh, uh, it's a you know what it's a it's a casual it's a slanted okay. or a uh, or a half rhyme, and I prefer those to to dead on hard rhymes any day. Oh wow! <laughs> wow! Check out this guy going out on a limb, trying to look like a hero in front of everybody. <laughs> come, hey Sondheim, come at me, motherfucker, because you're wrong <laughs> about rhymes. Uh, and then uh, go ahead and do the chorus as well. Okay, I want to touch you till we're stuck like glue. I want to touch you, yeah, baby, that is true. I want to touch <laughs> you. <laughs> Nobody else will do, girl. I want to touch you, because a little too much could never be enough now. Yeah. <laughs> More? Wow. Where did? <laughs> wait. Hold on. Where did you guys get your lyrics? Wait. They're this? total. Are they totally different? They're not totally different, but there are some distinct differences. I guess Ooh. that's 
redundant to say distinct differences. So we, we, we get our lyrics from uh, www.metal-archives.com. Oh, okay. The, All right. uh, All right. the official Encyclopedia Metallum. Sure. Uh, which is where I go for all my heavy metal lyrics. And it's also the place I go anytime I want to check out a new heavy metal band and I need to find out what their lyrical themes are. Sure. Because so that you're is... not listening to Nazis and stuff. Exactly. But also uh, because it's pretty funny <laughs> <laughs> finding out what the lyrical themes are. A lot of them are occultism. <laughs> right. Now, it, that's a that's kind of a question. Do they So they don't... Um, they wouldn't kick lyrics off the site for being hateful or like, like a. If there was an outright Nazi band, would they keep their lyrics up there? Uh, probably. There's some fucked okay. up weird stuff there, but fucked up weird for, lyrics. For the most part, a lot of the lyrics, if they're hateful, are cloaked in like the death metal English of like sure. too many adjectives and. Too many like baroque ways of right. describing something, or like double negatives, like I don't not hate Jews. Yeah, that's uh, that's, well, see, that's <laughs> it's, yeah. See, it's kind of it's my uh, my my question is because I th- I think that's that would be kind of an interesting uh, place to figure out what's the appropriate thing to do in a situation like that because you actually would be if they just didn't have the lyrics up there you could be listening to a nazi and not know it where they might have a question about hosting nazi lyrics or something but it's helpful to somebody to look at it and be like oh wow they're talking a lot about uh spilling foreign blood on on our soil and stuff yeah, like yeah. That. uh you know like that it, it could be it could be helpful i don't know that's a, that's just an interesting uh interesting thought about Metal lyrics, uh, dot org. Yeah, there was, uh, like, uh, I remember seeing a bunch of stuff like, oh, check out this band. So I did, and I'm like, hmm, there's a song titled, like, Hook Nosed Swindler Rides a Mule. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> like, I don't think I'm going to buy this record. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, back to our song, I Want to Touch You, capital U. Uh, we're stuck like glue. Uh-huh. He doesn't want any reasons. He doesn't want any rhymes. Uh, give me that feeling. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's back up for a second. Cause the, the reason we were talking about that was cause I asked about where you got your lyrics and all right. So you said nobody else will do girl, Uh huh. Which yeah. I, which Def Leppard has on their official uh, website. Okay. Nobody else will do no. Oh, which mm. I have to say to be, uh, if anyone in the world can make uh, the difference between no and girl indistinguishable, it's Joe Elliott. <laughs> but then also at the end here they have because a little too much could never be enough. No. And you have now, which oh. again, and now that one's a little, that one's a little, uh, like that's a little more common to to either mishear now or no, whichever one is wrong. Mm, um, uh, I've, I've heard a lot of frat boys <laughs> making that same argument. Here's something crazy, and I know I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even hear you. <laughs> now I did. Um, I looked ahead, and it looks like. 
the second verse on ours says no instead of girl. Huh. Oh. oh, yeah, I see that. <clears throat> but back to your frat boy story. <laughs> it's, it's not really a story. It was just a off-the-cuff... Uh, I don't know if I want to say it's a joke. Maybe it's like a moment of dark humor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's a joke against uh, frat guys. Uh-huh. It's not a joke against anybody who's ever spent any time with frat guys. Mm-hmm. Who are um, who are currently furiously smashing the pause button on their uh, pod catcher and then dragging it into the garbage and then recycling this podcast. Mm-hmm. We just lost ourselves a listener. Yeah, that's probably we're down, one one guy. We're down to my mom, and uh, I think that's it, right? It was my mom and that frat boy that listened to the show. Oh, no, well, you said we're gone. you said we're number one. You said we're the number one podcast about huh. Def Leppard, right? Yeah. So it's got to be at least your mom and a frat guy, and then somebody else, right? Yeah, I guess you're right. Because they definitely listen to, uh, they they definitely listen to Rick Sav Savage's podcast about Def Leppard. Yeah, the Sa- the Sav Hour. <laughs> yeah, uh, not the most interesting uh, name, but I'm glad that he keeps himself to only one hour. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's actually it's actually only forty minutes. Oh, okay, oh, which wow. is a, which, which is one Sav Hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, let's talk. We we were talking about the uh, the meaning behind some of these words. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right, so give me no reasons, give me no rhymes, just give me that feeling all the time. So he's uh, Joe here, singer, mm-hmm. Joe Elliott, the poet, the man himself. Uh, he is singing. Uh, don't 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 bog me down with logic or reasons. Uh, don't give me no rhymes. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't, uh, y- you know, let's not, let's not talk about this. Just, just let me feel the feeling, mm-hmm. which is, I want to touch you till we're stuck like glue. Okay. Gross. Which is a really <laughs> sexy, really sexy way to describe, uh, physical intimacy, right? Sure. Yeah. Just to like touch someone until your body like melts into them or fluids dry up to where you are stuck together. Yeah, I mean that's I think what most relationships aim for. Is that something you guys have ever uh, tried? Just sort of staying very, uh, just physically embracing until it's impossible for you to become unstuck from each other. Is that uh, is that something you guys have ever tried? I mean. I mean, Charlene doesn't even like it when two of her toes touch each other. <laughs> That's true. I hate it. If I could, I would walk around with those pedicure nail se- right. toe separators all the time. Uh, and I think I think that kind of uh, applies to most skin-on-skin contact, right? <laughs> wow. Yes. No, so if you could, if they made it, skin. if they made like a a big old a big old pedicure toe thing that you could just. Wrap like, around yourself. Put, put between like my my arm and my armpit. Uh huh. Like in, in, inside my knees, so they sure. you know, 
Yeah, so they don't. It so doesn't touch yeah. your calf. That actually and your... sounds kind of. That actually sounds kind of comfy to me. Yeah. I kind of. I, I kind of get where you're coming from. Like, I wish I could spread my toes all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you like, should, you I, guys should is, get those fucking. That does make sense. You guys Maybe if you get win those... the lottery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe if you win the lottery, you can buy those fucking shoes that separate each toe individually. Oh, those the those people at the gym wear. I hate those. They wear them inside. Yeah. I thought people just wore those to run on the beach, so people were like, what's going on with these feet? No, they wear them to the gym, too. People wear those hiking, also. Um, it's pretty, it's, it's, it's good for, uh, if you're hiking and you need to take a quick nap and you just want to wrap your toes around the end of a tree limb and, uh, suspend yourself <laughs> upside down and take a little nap. It's good for that. Like a leopard. You can't do no, that, you can't do that in a pair of Adidas. <laughs> No. Now, I think those shoes were originally, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think those shoes were originally invented by Pizza Hut for the for, <laughs> for the, the delivery guys who were delivering their Bigfoot pizzas. <laughs> they wore they wore specialty sneakers so that if you were peeking under your front door waiting for the delivery guy to show up, you would see these feet walking up, these trademark sneakers walking up, and you would get your mouth would start going crazy. It'd start salivating all over the floor because you get your, you know, you got a Bigfoot pizza on its way. All right. Well, I'm not going to correct you because that sounds <laughs> that sounds dead on. That sounds makes a ton of sense. Nobody would make that up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the person who made it up is probably a zillionaire because he invented that amazing marketing campaign. Did he also well, it was Don. It was Don Draper, obviously. I mean, Don Draper was sit, was sitting there talking to the Pizza Hut people, and he said, "Hey, listen, nothing makes you salivate more than a pizza named after a foot, <laughs> and then and then seeing a and then seeing see the as you're feet. waiting for the <laughs> pizza, you're like, oh my god, look at the feet." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think that's an interesting uh, Charlene you asked me if it was yeah. the same uh, same guy who came up with the Noid of course that couldn't be the case because the Noid was for Domino's and I'm pretty oh. sure those guys would have a no compete clause yeah right. that's true <laughs> yeah well and then uh, and famously Don Draper did a he wrote like a big note in the in the New York Times where he announced that he would no longer be doing any pizza companies uh -huh. uh after the Bigfoot fiasco. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, that's the, I mean, we all know this old story. Let's get back into, I want to touch you. Uh -huh. So the chorus obviously is about physical contact without thinking, just embracing someone until you're almost the same entity where you've like melted into each other. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like sure. that. Uh, it's like that. That racist children's story, the Brer Rabbit one, where he's beating up the Tar Baby. And now, what could be racist <laughs> about what you just said? I mean, I didn't write the story. I'm just saying it. But what happens is he punches this thing and he gets stuck in it. Yeah. Okay, that's it. Yeah, you'll edit that okay. out, right? <laughs> All I right, didn't yeah. make the story Here. up. Let me let me just put. Okay, so. Uh, we have a regular thing where I'll snap twice to alert myself that Stuart has just said tar baby. Uh, <laughs> and then I'll be able to find it later in the, in the yeah, edit. Yeah, yeah, you recognize the waveform. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> um, 
let's see. So we are back into let's let's hear. No, actually, let's not hear. Let's just say the ver the third verse. All right, Stuart, you want to do that in like in time? You want to give us that like sure. for real? Yeah. Go ahead and give us the third verse, please. Okay. Uh, come on. I get wired on you, and I thrill to your touch. Yeah, I I excite over you. Can't okay, you're not, Stuart. <laughs> come on, back up. Let's uh, let's let's get in the game here. Okay. Uh, come on, I get wired on you, and I thrill to your touch. Yeah, I I excite over you. Can't stop can't this, stop this landslide of love. love. No, no, I can't let you go. I can't let you go. Oh. I changed my mind. <laughs> I want to hear this, because I think it has the... This verse has what I think is the the best small detail of this song, yeah. which is the landslide of love, like the angelic like chorus of angels that we've, the, the, that we know so well, who are like the, def- one of the defining elements of the new Def Leppard sound uh, is let's see. So let me, let me just find this moment. Uh, they come in and they sing the fourth line of that verse. So let's, let's here, let's, uh, let's hear that. Back into that, uh, back into that pre-chorus, and then the chorus is coming up again. All right, I'm stopping it. Uh, so they've added an element to the verse structure where it's call and response, where he says, "I get wired on you," and then the uh, the backing vocals do the next line, and a thrill to your touch, I excite over you. Can't stop this landslide of love. It's just, uh, it's very exciting and dramatic. And uh, and it it's a change up, like they change up from how it how it went earlier in the song. Yeah, it's like a, it it reminds me of Queen. It's like something Queen would do midway through a song, just all of a sudden, uh, you know, get all Bohemian Rhapsody over something. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, that it's a it's a beautiful little detail. Probably the most interesting line of the song so far is "Can't stop this landslide of love." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a beautiful, uh, combined with the idea of sticking together like glue, mm-hmm. um, we've got a real visual buffet of, of lovemaking <laughs> metaphors here where there's a land, uh, not a, not like a, not like a tidal wave, yep. not, uh, not anything wet. This is a landslide of love. This is like mass. It feels heavy. A land, like, this is like rocks and terrain flowing over your house. That's what this is. It's a landslide of love. Uh, <laughs> uh, which, I don't know. I mean, I think if his intention was to get his listener to be, I don't know, kind of excited, uh, I think he succeeded at this point. Stuart, I'm going to tell you without any doubt in my mind that his intention was to get the listener excited. <laughs> Can I <give> <laughs> <laughs> what you got a you got a little muscles up there? Yeah, muscles. Play it on the on keyboard. The mute button. It was meatball. 
Oh, it was Meatball. If it was Muscle stepping on the keyboard, that thing would be smashed to flinders. So, we are basically <laughs> in the... Uh, we're in the point now where we've had the third verse. We've had a chorus. And we need to get back into the chorus. So we're going to repeat that bridge. We're going to repeat that chorus. And then, Stuart, what do you think happens then? Oh, man. I think, uh, what, we just do a, a fade out with the chorus over and over? Or do we do a guitar solo? We do a guitar solo, Wait a my minute. man. Is there a Cockney rhyming rap in this one? There is not. Aww. Was there one in the song right before this, so they just couldn't justify putting two Cockney rhyming <laughs> raps back to back? There, unfortunately, is not a Cockney rhyming rap in Have You Ever Needed Someone So Bad. But wait, no, yes, there is. Isn't there? That's the, that. Have You Ever Needed Someone So Bad has the... Every dream I dream is like a... Some kind of... A, da, da, that one, right? Yeah, I think you're right. And personal property, I mean, that's the whole... The whole song fits that category. Yeah. So, um... So we... Probably, yeah, they felt like... I mean, this is a very light song. It's like three minutes long, three minutes and a few seconds. We're in the chorus by before the first minutes hits. Uh-huh. We're at the, we are out of this thing like really fast. But but so but we need a solo. Solos are always going to be in there up through this album, up yeah. through Adrenalize. So. Uh, so let's go ahead and hear that, and we'll t- we'll talk about that for for a second. If anybody has anything to say about this solo, it I will say it is. Um, I'll call it. Uh, well, I'll call it bog standard. Is what I'll call sure. it. <laughs> I'm gonna, I want to stop it right there because I don't want to like lose uh, sight of the solo. We're about to have something pretty fun happen in the song. Yeah. Uh, so the solo is the solo is typical back and forth, as we've sp- as we've said before. Uh, you know, the, unfortunately, Steve Clark is not on the record, but uh, but Phil was emulating his guitar part. So there's a back and forth. There's a juggling of. Um, of of styles throughout the guitar solo you can hear it kind of you can hear one calling out to the other and the other one calling back but this one is pretty simple it's uh it's shimmers yeah yeah, yeah. it shimmies a little bit it's but uh in but, out and done but yeah it doesn't have um it isn't the landslide know. of love i was hoping for yeah well we're again we're we're in a this is a light setting of a of what is ultimately a pretty heavy uh, uh, idea, which yeah. is just um, just fucking someone until you guys are the same person. That's <laughs> yeah. pretty nuts. But you like, um, yeah, you mush together, sure. But like, I think to get to avoid getting bogged down in how gross and and uh, and and scary and uh, and intimate, yeah, it's that like is. it's like the end of the movie Society, yeah. Wait, what's which one's society? 
That's the Brian Yesna directed one where all the rich people are actually like weird demon monsters and there's a dude whose face is a butt. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. So it's the it's terrifying the, the sort of body horror yeah of yeah. of of true the body horror of true intimacy let's call it that right <laughs> yep. of, of of being like being attached to someone else and and just feeling everything that they feel in in order to avoid the pitfalls of that and everybody going ew and all that stuff you you set it in a kind of light setting you don't have a lot of dissonant notes in the solo you don't go crazy with you don't give people a long instrumental stretch in order to think about that kind of human uh like human intimacy mutation and then you get right back into the chorus which this time uh so we we have the solo then we repeat the bridge as you heard which has a, a um which is the exact same and then uh and then we're back into the chorus, but this time it's a little broken down. It's just drums, guitar, might be some claps in there, but it's obviously a big stadium, uh, like sing along kind of moment, right? It's a, it's a, it's a big old, big old classic, uh, middle eight bridge breakdown. So let's, let's hear that. fade out there which it kind of sounds like the kind of song they might just fade out there with mm-hmm. the with the repeating chorus but they do that and, and they're they, out they play around with uh play around with uh like the, the the beat they play around with modulation a little bit right there is a yes Stuart. there's a modulation in there so when it comes back it comes out of the sort of breakdown section uh it goes the the, the key goes up which is always a uh, you know it's always a big treat uh, to hear <laughs> yep. to hear people to hear people who are singing one note to then sing that note a little bit higher. That's oh, it's beautiful. So uh, basically, all that changes at this point, besides the key uh-huh. uh, and the mood, because they 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 speed up the beat a little bit, or, or there's a little bit more going on in the drums. Yeah. And these little like offbeat sort of syncopated hits touch you. Uh, but then what's the big change here uh, is just all of these little ad, sort of ad libbed lines uh-huh. after the, you know, they, the, the, the big chorus of angels go, I want to touch you. And Joe is basically sort of responding to these with a bunch of, he says, till we're stuck like glue. I want to touch you. Yeah, baby, that is true. Yeah. I want to touch you. Nobody else will do. No. Uh, 
And then I want to touch you. Oh, till we get it right. Uh huh. I want to touch you. Yeah, make it last all night. That's a long time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that is a, that is a that's quite a commitment. Yeah, you're, uh, you're staring at me now. I don't. I get it, Alex. <laughs> you're right. And then the next one, which is controversial, and I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna put a little pin in this one. Uh, I want to touch you, baby. You excite. It's a weird thing to say, but it but it it kind of fits in there. Baby, you excite. Uh-huh. I want to touch you, and then we're at the because a little too much could never be enough. Now, right? Exactly. And that's how and that's how it ends. So uh, I want to I want to say two things. One is um, again my reading of this as a as a as a kid when I was just hearing Joe's lyrics and not looking at a lyric sheet. Um, I want to say one thing, because a little too much could never be enough. I, I just, for some reason, it sounds to me like there's another syllable in there somewhere. Like, it's like, because a little too much could never be enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, you I always thought it was, you hear what I'm talking about? never be enough. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, it, it's, it's weird. I don't hear him making a big, like, distinction between... A little too much could never be enough. It sounds like he's going, could have never been enough. Oh, no, no. It's got like a, it's talking like Mario or something. <laughs> sure, yeah. Mario Batali. Now, now, Stuart, as a young boy, as a little boy, listening to Adrenalize, uh-huh. uh, what, did you think the line was, baby, you excite? Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, do you want to know, honest to God, yep. what I thought the line was? Okay, let's make sure no one else is here. Okay, well, yeah, Nate. what happened to Char? I thought Char was just putting the cat out. Yeah, I I don't know if she's coming back. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I think she was uh, about to fall asleep. Well, all right. I mean, I wish we had uh, at least uh, had a chance to give her the proper... The, the proper um, Def Def Leopard, what depart departure? Yep, Dep Arch. Wait, Lep Archer. Def Departure. Uh, well, uh, we can always uh, when she wakes up later, I'll have her record uh, her parts to this. So <laughs> yeah, she can just add in add in little lines here and there. Yeah, we'll be- call to her at at certain points and uh-huh. just pretend like she's talking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, happy happy uh, late night uh, with Sleepy Trails. Uh, partner to Char, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think riding that uh, riding that dream horse mm-hmm. across the across the dreamscape of your mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's so ba- probably okay. uh, she's probably experiencing a landslide of sleep right now. <laughs> yeah, boy, I tell you, it just hits you like a ton of bricks. Uh huh. She gets up early because she's been doing a uh, she does kickboxing every morning at like yeah eight thirty in the morning. God damn. I can't imagine either of those things. I can't imagine getting up at 8.30 in the morning. And I can't imagine <laughs> doing kickboxing uh, right now. I, I'm living a very lazy uh, life where I don't do anything. So, uh, baby, you excite. Uh-huh. I never would I never would have uh, 
I, I could have listened to that song a million times, and I probably did, and I never would have said "Baby, you excite." Mm-hmm. That's, also, it's a, the way he's lay, the way he's laying it out is weird. Baby, you excite. <laughs> like he's like he's it's weird the way it's like scans right. Uh, so let me just say it. What I always thought this line was, uh-huh. honest to God, uh-huh. in my head, and I and I also never thought about how weird this sounds, but it was honestly bury you inside me. <laughs> Oof. Uh. Which. I'm going to make an argument now. Like I said I was controversial. I'm going to make an argument now that that's the actual right line. That's, I mean, that that's 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 a crazy reading of that line. Baby, bury you inside me. Because he says, excite. <laughs> bury you inside me. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But no, hold up. Oh, it sounds perfect. I, I, hold I don't up. know why I was being incredulous. Hold up. It also fits the song okay. perfectly. <laughs> yeah, because okay. they're, mur- they're morphing together. Okay. They're they're it's a it's a landslide. It's moving mass. It's a mm-hmm. change. It's a you know, it's a it's a massive uh change in matter. They're morphing into each other. They're melting into each other like they're touching themselves from the future or whatever. It kind of sounds like a threat though if He's burying her inside him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is like a. It's like a tentacle porn thing or something. <laughs> like uh, it is. But he's. But it's good in this. In this setting, it's not scary or, or or gross or weird. It's just a beautiful thing where two bodies merge together like glue, uh-huh. and then he buries her inside of him. Right. Uh, That's what's happening. Yeah. Stuart, are you on board with that? You know, if you, if you, okay, Stuart, let's, here's the, here's the test. This is the uh, litmus test that will now apply to my readings of these lyrics and my interpretations of them. Uh-huh. Is if you were on Metal Lyrics or whatever you, whatever that website was, if you're on, yeah. is that right? MetalLyrics.com? It's, uh, Metal Archives. Metal Archives. If you were on Metal Archives and you saw a song where, a pretty common like refrain lyric was bury you inside me. Uh-huh. Would that turn you off to the band or would that make you open up their catalog and, and <laughs> dived in a little well, deeper? Just seeing that line, uh wow. Bury you inside me. I feel like I feel like that's something you'd see in like a disturbed song or uh like Godsmack or something. What if it was so like uh, let's say it was like bury, bury Bury you inside me. Okay. Bury. Yep. Oh, I like it. Bury you little, inside me. Little Cookie Monster vocals there. Um, what yeah. do you think? Yeah, no, I think I do we have a hit like on. Do we lot. have a hit on our hands? Yeah, I think we, <laughs> think we have a hit. Uh, and I mean, if anything, I think we could probably release it as a single attached to HBO's new hit show, Barry, starring Bill Hader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a, good, a great idea. You Have you watched TV that show? show about uh, Barry Sonnenfeld, uh, director of uh, what Jumanji and uh, some other stuff? Men in is Black. That, is that who that show's about? Is that no, show it's, is, it's about it a does... hitman. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I don't know. Barry could be a could be a he could. I mean, what he's done? 
He's done Men in Black and uh, and Jumanji. Actually, I don't know I don't, what else he's done. So I don't know if a hundred percent. He's sure probably he did he's, Jumanji. <laughs> he's probably a hitman the rest of the time. because yeah. he's only done Men in Black for all we I know. Mean, one would argue that having made Men in Black, he is technically a hitman. <laughs> <laughs> and what a hit it is! That, right? I would love to go into a kid's room and he has a Barry Sonnenfeld poster. And it has a picture of Barry Sonnenfeld dressed up like as, as a hitman. <laughs> and it shows him like standing in front of a marquee with his movies. And it says Barry Sonnenfeld hitman. Like, uh, like this old Jose Canseco poster I used to have where it was like, you know, when they had those like sports posters where the athletes were like dressed up in weird costumes. <laughs> Uh no, it would be like, I don't. It would be like, I, I never had a I never had a sports poster. Like I never ever had one. Mark McGuire, and it would be like Bash Brothers, and they'd be dressed up as like I don't know, fucking cavemen or something. Awesome, that sounds cool actually. But I don't. But I, I never. Uh, I never had a sports guy. I was like into enough to hang up on the wall. Um, I never liked that. Uh, you didn't like having. Ath- you didn't like uh, celebrating the achievements of amazing athletes. No, I never did. Okay. I, I really never did. Um, I, I had uh, I know I had like a Cindy Crawford poster up on the wall. I certainly liked uh, having you know a, a, a lady up there, um, but I never had a sports guy. And then I I also I had I had a ton of I mean I had a ton of like stupid. Um, like metal posters of ba- I had metal posters of bands that I didn't even listen to. I was just like into having there, there was a brief, there was a brief period in my life where I would buy like a, like a metal magazine uh-huh. and, uh, and I would just pull out every, you know, they had those full, like what, what was the, um, like a, metal, like a gatefold uh, or, uh, yeah, they had gatefolds, and then they then they would also have. Remember, they would have like a full page, just one page, that was just a picture of like Lynch Mob or um, or like the the um, uh, Anthrax. You know, there'd just be one yeah. page that was just Anthrax standing against like a white wall, and they would just say Anthrax in badass letters at the bottom of it. I would just like take, I would just rip those out, and maybe I liked like one Anthrax song. And I would tape that to my wall because I'd be like, I like one Anthrax fucking song. Yeah, what's that? Uh, um, Madhouse, maybe. Uh, what well, I liked the Bees uh, oh, EP Attack they the did, Bees, the Attack sure. of the Killer Bees. I liked that a lot. And then there was a later song. It was in the like the White Noise era of them. There was some song on that record uh, that I liked a lot, but I don't remember what it was. Didn't they do the what the didn't they have that song called is the song called White Noise the I'm one I would say probably I was never a big Anthrax guy There was like one there was one one later that I that I really liked but I loved the Killer Bees thing Um where were, what were we talking about, talking about I don't your, even remember what we were talking about You never put athletes posters on your wall Oh you af- athletic athletic Cindy posters Crawford and a variety of metal fellows I'm trying to remember if if there was ever a point where I had an athlete, a specific athlete that I liked, and I don't think there was. I think an important pivot in my life was when I stopped putting uh, traditional athlete posters on my walls and started putting uh, WWF pro wrestler posters on my walls. Oh, shit. 
I think that's so when you were you were big into wrestling. I was. Uh, that's when I kind of got in touch with you know my true self. Yeah, that make that makes sense. I wrestling was something that like I got it when I was like I got it when I was over at I would have friends like kids in youth group or kids at school who would be obsessed with like Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan and stuff. And I would go over to their house and it would be fun because they'd have like the full, those like whatever foot tall rubber, you know, uh, whatever those like figurines were that you would wrestle with. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yep. The tall ones. The not They're not like little action not figures. The, they're the like wrestling buddies. And, and not the pit. Well, I mean, uh, they did have the pillow things also yeah, where it was like buddies. a big flat wrestling buddy. Yeah. So I would go, and they would have, like, tons of those fucking things, and it was fun to, like, play with those things and watch wrestling with people. But, like, when I hung out at home, I never wanted to watch wrestling ever. I would never turn it on. I would never. So it's like this, I've never, like, I guess I've never seen that. I've never had the personal interest that would lead me to look into it myself. Okay. You know? Uh, yeah, so you were more of a casual or uh, a, a social wrestling fan. I guess so, yeah. yeah. Uh, my buddy Alejandro only ever watches, the only wrestling he watches all year round is WrestleMania every year. <laughs> yeah. It's like well, how... For some, for some reason, a bunch of people I follow on Twitter now uh-huh. are like, they go nuts. Every time there's any wrestling event, I, I there's no way... These are like normal people that I <laughs> uh, that I interact with and that I like. Uh, that for some weird reason, it's like and it's like twice a fucking week. I'll just I'll pick up I'll pick it up in my timeline. My entire timeline is just these references to like what's going like people being like holy shit whoa like stuff that I have no idea what's happening, and it's a little bit like um, I, I, first of all. Good on you. It, live your life. Do whatever you want to do. Uh, I, I I love it. Be enthusiastic about stuff. But it's a little bit like when I got back from college. Uh, you and I went to Earlham College mm-hmm. in Richmond, yeah, beautiful thanks Richmond, for, Indiana. Thanks for informing me. Home of uh, home of Tom Raper's RVs. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And oh, you got some food done. <laughs> that was my. Uh... That was my uh, coffee maker. That was your alarm that the podcast has gone on too long? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> the listeners will be glad to hear that alarm. <laughs> uh, no, I when I got... So when I got back from college and just sort of moved in to Louisville, where I had lived my... Basically my... Uh, my since I was like seven before that, uh, I suddenly found out, because I was hanging out with my regular friends... Uh-huh on regular days and not like just hanging out with them in the summer and going back to college. Uh, I found out that they were all into football all of a sudden. And like, this is something none of us had ever talked about ever, ever. Yeah. Like all my friends, we were all like little scuzzy, like skinny punk dudes in high school. Uh, not, you know, like nerds and weirdos and shit like that. None of us had ever, 
as far as I know, I'd never been around anybody like talking about football, talking about a football player, talking about anything like that. And I get back and like everybody's everybody's into football all of a sudden, and acting like they've been in it their whole into it their whole lives, which I guess was just like a seat. Like I didn't see them on Sundays or something. It's like some thing that they did with their families. And while I was off at college, everybody got together and was like, "Oh shit, we all like football." By the way, and they didn't uh, they didn't send you the memo. Yeah, I didn't. Hey, I didn't get the memo. <laughs> <laughs> Send me the memo. Is that a is that a reference to something? Is that what Silicon Valley? I don't know what it is. Okay. I think it's a it's a, it feels like it's a reference to something that's a reference to something. It's like a bad it's like a bad comedian yeah. doing uh, send me the memo. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So any final thoughts on I want to touch you? Yeah. So it's a gross song uh-huh. about bodies colliding, landsliding together. Merging into one, mm-hmm. how like the end of uh, Tetsuo the Iron Man. Yes, uh, how that would feel, how that would smell, how that would uh, you know look, uh-huh. and uh, and then but it's set in a very light, sort of easy, uh, shimmery little Def Leppard pop tune uh, that that goes down nice and easy to prepare you for uh, what's about to happen to you. So yeah. that's what that's what that song's about. Yeah, and it's, it's about how that's good. It's good to open yourself up, right? Yeah, to to intimacy. Well, I'm talking about the theme of the song. Like oh, that's okay. a that's a that's a. It's almost like a right. It's basically this song's about marriage, right? Yeah, you just you just uh, face the beast head on and just <laughs> smack right into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. So uh, yeah. So. Uh, we got we got uh, two things left to do before okay. before uh, we, we we take off. One is um, I'm really excited about this one. Okay, uh, Stuart, you and I have been uh, evaluating these songs not just on their own merits, but uh-huh. on the merits of their uh, placement inside the records. Like the sequence of the records matters at least through. Album five for me and for you for Def Leppard. So we, we've been talking about these songs not just in terms of them their own selves, but how they stack up in okay. their spot on their record. So for the first song on Adrenalize, we evaluated it next to the first song on On Through the Night, High and Dry, Pyromania, Hysteria, all of them. Yeah. And we ranked those. Uh So we've done that for the first eight songs, so we're going to now do that for the ninth song. Uh So here are all of the ninth songs on the first five Def Leppard studio albums. And Stuart, you're going to tell me how you would rank these in terms of not just being the best song, but being the best ninth song. Okay. Right? You ready? Uh Uh-huh. And I got to warn you. These are these are some deep cuts. Yeah, you might it, feel free to ask for a refresher because yeah. these are deep. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, on on through the night. What, it, could you guess what the ninth song is on on through the night? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, it don't matter. <laughs> okay. You remember that one? <laughs> Not really. It's the one that sounds like fog hat. Oh, okay. It don't matter. 
It don't oh, matter. Oh, yeah. It don't matter to me. It's that one. All right? Yeah. Now, on High and Dry, it's Mirror, Mirror. Do you remember Mirror, Mirror? Yep. Okay. Awesome. On Pyromania, it's Action, Not Words. Oh, okay. On Hysteria, it's Run Riot. And on Adrenalize, of course, it's I Want to Touch You. You Uh is just a capital U. Okay. I would do Run Riot. Action, not words. Mirror, mirror. I want to touch you. Followed by uh, the fog hat. It don't matter. It don't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're going to be we're going to be pretty locked in here because we both know that Run Riot's obviously the best song. Obviously the best one. It's uh, and it's an incredible. It's a legendary ninth song because of how much fire it's got. Just in its intro, it comes right out of "Don't Shoot Shotgun," yeah, and it just explodes. You just get to the end of "Don't Shoot Shotgun," and then it goes da da da, and you're just. It is that hysteria is sequenced insanely well. It's yeah. part of why it's one of the greatest albums of all time. And then also Run Riot is a pivotal moment in that sequencing. So Run Riot, of course, is number one. Uh, you had Action Not Words next, um, I think, right? Yeah. Or did you have Mirror Mirror next? I think I had Action Not Words, but I think I might swap it with uh, Mirror Mirror. I think that would be a good choice because Mirror Mirror is a better song. Uh, so I uh, mine is definitely Run Riot, definitely Mirror Mirror. Mirror Mirror is awesome. Yeah. It's really, really good. And Action Not Words is fine, but it does feel... Action Not Words does feel like a song from the second half of an album. Yeah. Like, it just does feel like that. Uh, and then, um, so those... Well, actually, no, mine are Run Riot, Mirror, Mirror. I don't have... I, I, then I have I Want to Touch You, okay. which I still... Which I still... I love. It's very... It's, it's light. It's upbeat. It feels... I don't know feels better to me but it's kind of on the same par as action not words it's tough to choose between those but i went with i want to touch you yeah uh then action not words then of course it don't matter is the last one of course you're right yeah it's obviously the it. fact that um, the fact that i had trouble remembering its existence yeah yeah it's just not it, and they're not they're not a fully formed it's obviously a song that when they were like let's do some rock songs Let's do a song that sounds kind of like Foghat or something. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're not a fully formed concept at that point. Yeah. Um, as, as important as the themes of that record are, that song is a little off. Okay. Uh, and then the last thing we have to do to discuss this song is how would you, as the... Uh, 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 as as our as our resident drink specialist Stuart, uh-huh. what sort of thing would you pair? What alcoholic beverage? As as people prepare to spend four months or something listening to this one song to ingest it, what would you recommend they listen to it? What would you pair with it? You know, 
This is a pretty simple, straightforward song. Yeah. Uh, that goes down pretty easy, but also like it's got a it's got a little bit of punch there. Yeah. So I would say those are the two things about it. Yeah, probably. I would say the perfect cocktail to pair with this is a nice glass of rosé. <laughs> I thought you were, I thought you were going to do the same thing. Wow. Yeah, you know, I just think uh like a nice mellow rosé perfect sitting yeah. out sitting out a on mellow rosé. It's yeah, it's perfect. Still got a little bit of punch to it. Uh, yeah, especially if you pour it into some punch or make some make, use it as the base for some punch. Oh yeah, yeah, a little sangria with your rosé. I like it. Yeah, cool. All right, man. Well, I think we did it. I think we nailed it. We did it. Uh, uh, so Char, great job. I loved your comments on the last section, especially Char. Uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, I guess I'll have to sign off for Char. Uh, you can find her uh, running a variety of bars in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, you can also find her on... Just pick just pick any of them and ask and if she's there. There's a decent chance she's there. Um, I'm Stuart Wellington. You can find me behind the bar at Hinterlands Bar and occasionally on the Flophouse podcast. What a great podcast. And you, uh, wait, you... What was it you said? Uh, you know what? I'm not going to get into it. Not going to get into it. Okay. There was a, there was a controversial, to me, opinion expressed on a recent Flophouse, and I'm... I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to, you know what, I'm going to let this one hang. Oh, cool, okay. One thing I'm getting really into is uh, just, you know, you hear an opinion, folks, everybody's got opinions, Uh they're all out there, they're all hanging, they're all fluttering in the breeze, and sometimes you just just let them hang, you just let them go. Uh, And there's a beautiful feeling to that. There's a beautiful feeling to just letting an opinion float by you that you that you don't agree with. Yeah. Anyway, uh, my name is Alex Smith, Alexander Smith. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at at Lydia Burrell, L-Y-D-I-A-B-U-R-R-E-L-L. Uh, you can, f- that is, uh, uh, a band slash music project that I run. Uh, you can find music by Lydia Burrell in various forms on iTunes and Amazon and, uh, your YouTube.com and all that stuff. I also have a comedy music, uh, performance stand-up type thing that I do, uh, called Howl Dotty, H-O-W-E-L-L-D-A-W-D-Y. You can find videos of that on YouTube, um, and I am about to go on tour with that. So I might, if you're in the Midwest-ish area, I might be coming through your town. Awesome. Uh, so look up, uh, yeah, Twitter slash H-O-W-E-L-L-D-A-W-D-Y. That's on uh, Instagram also and Facebook. Uh, so um, I'm all over the place doing all kinds of stupid shit. <laughs> also follow at till deaf two L's in till, of course, because we're correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, I guess all that's left to say is thank you. Thank you. We'll be back hopefully in a few weeks with, uh, the last song from Adrenalize, right? Yeah, when, tear we, it down. when we're going to tear this whole thing tear down. Tear it down! Thank you!
never be enough now. 